0: welcome to the lunch break hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns both ancient and modern as well as the authors who penned them i'm your host frank aiken thank you for tuning in and if you like the content of this podcast please make sure to follow and subscribe for future episodes charles spurgeon once said that all roads lead to london and all verses in the Bible lead to the cross. And Jesus tells us in Luke 24:44, when he spoke to the disciples, he said, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And what Christ is saying here is exactly what Spurgeon says, that all of scripture points to him. Now, Isaac Watts rightly understood this when he put pen to paper and began to paraphrase the Psalms through the lens of a New Testament Christian. The Advent hymn that we will be singing today, Joy to the World, is a paraphrase of Psalm 98. Verse 2 says that the Lord has made known His salvation. He has revealed His righteousness in the sight of the nations. And how has He made salvation known? Well, through His Son, Jesus Christ. Because in verse 3, it tells us that He has remembered His steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. For this, we are to make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, because He comes to judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. As it says in verse 9, Watts published Joy to the World in 1719 as part of his work on the Psalms called The Psalms of David, imitated in the language of the New Testament and applied to the Christian state and worship. He had intended it to be a hymn that we would sing year-round, and it should be a hymn that we sing throughout the year. Yet this has become a powerful and a popular hymn that many congregations sing during the season of Advent. When watts originally wrote this hymn he gave it the title the messiah's kingdom and coming and while the title may have changed the verses that we sing today the four verses are still the original verses that watts wrote one of the verses that's always been a favorite of mine is verse three no more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground he comes to make His blessings flow far as the curse is found. Far as the curse is found. Now, if you're like me, sometimes it can be easy to simply gloss over a text without giving much reflection to what it is that we are singing. But it is important that we meditate on that line for just a moment. What exactly is meant by the curse? Well, to find out, we need to go to the very beginning In the beginning, God places man, Adam, in the garden, giving him dominion over all of his creation. Of his own institution, he enters into the covenant of works, whereby man is to be in complete obedience to God's word. Now, if he obeys, he would receive blessing. But if he disobeys, he would receive curses. Now, we all know what happens. Man disobeys. And for this, God's curse is placed upon Adam, Eve, and on all of their posterity. To Satan, the supreme enemy of the human race, he places his judgment. In this judgment, there is a promise, the Proto-Evangelium. And in Genesis 3.15, God says, I will put enmity between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head And you shall bruise his heel. And so we have sin intruding upon God's creation, brought on by Adam's disobedience and death as the result of that sin which all of mankind inherited from the curse of the fall. And because sin has entered into the world, creation cries out with longings and with groanings only the Lord can comprehend but where sin has touched everything in creation grace touches everything all the more no more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground he comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found yes the lord gives an answer to sin through the blood of his son jesus God's plan for Christ to come to make all things new as the new creation was established from the very beginning. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. He has come to rule the world with truth and grace. Joy to the world, the Lord will come again. And when he does, sin's curse will be no more.
1: King, let every heart prepare him and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven. savior reigns let men their songs employ rough fields and floods rock hills and plains repeat the sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sound sin and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground he comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found far as the curse is found far as far as
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the lunch break Kim sing i'm frank aiken and as always thanks again for tuning in we look forward to seeing you on our next episode enjoy your lunch break